Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's Snackable Show. So last week, we decided if we were DIYing our books or outsourcing. And I finished that one with whichever way you go, you still need to know your numbers as the owner of the business. So now I want to let you know which reports you need to run so you can be on top of your numbers and why they're important. Let's start off with one. I'm pretty sure you will know what it is, but you might not know the sections or why this report is important the profit and loss. If you run no other report ever, make sure you run this one. You might also know it as the P&L or income statement. This is the report that paints the picture of how sales are going and how profitable you are or if you're running at a loss with a bit of an obvious report name, profit and loss, of course. The P&L is run over a certain period of time, so you can choose which months you are looking at. It might be year to date, last month, last quarter, this month to date, whatever you're wanting to check in on. And even if you're looking at a quarter or the full year, the report can then be broken down by month inside that one report And then it's totaled up for the whole year to get your total income, total expenses and your profit or loss for the year. The report is then split into a few different sections. The top has all your income or sales or revenue and it's a great snapshot of how sales are going overall. Then under that is your cost of goods if you have them. And this is your expenses that relate to what you're selling. So think products that you resell, packaging, those kind of costs that are directly tied to what you're selling. If you're service-based, you might not have any of these type of costs. Then under that comes all your other expenses or operating expenses, which is basically everything else, stationary, rent, subscriptions, insurance, Facebook ad spend, all those kind of things. And then at the bottom to tell you how much you have left over as profit for the month or loss if you spent more than you earned. Now, why is this a report that you need to run? Well, to know if you're making a profit And if you're not, to start investigating where the expenses might be too high. There are, of course, times that you've made a strategic decision that you'll be running at a loss for the month. You might have planned to invest in a course or paid a contractor to set some things up for you and the product or service is not yet ready for sale. But generally, 
You want it to be running profitably because if it's not, where is the money coming from to fund this loss? Savings? Your pocket? A loan? It's got to come from somewhere. If you're not running this report and regularly, meaning your bookkeeping also needs to be up to date regularly, you're flying blind. You're running your business without having any idea how things are going. And my guess is you're making business decisions based on your bank balance, which you should not do. Did you know that your profit doesn't equal your bank balance? I get asked lots of questions about this one. My profit shows $10,000, but I have no money in the bank. So the profit and loss must be wrong. And to simplify it, there is money moving in and out of your bank account that doesn't get reported on the profit and loss. So that's why your profit doesn't equal your bank account. So a report that we run for clients when they would like to see the full movement of where all the money went each month to be able to better understand their cash flow and their bank balance is the cash flow report or cash summary. Now this summarizes for you what money came in and what money went out, no matter what it's related to. This report is one that you should run as it might highlight to you if money is slipping out somewhere that you weren't expecting or didn't realize because it shows the full picture of all the cash movement. And when I say cash, I mean bank accounts. And an example of that is when you're a sole trader, any money that you take out for yourself doesn't show on the profit and loss. It's called owner drawings. So it reduces your bank account balance, but not your profit. And there are quite a few other things like loans and asset purchases and personal income tax. They all reduce your bank balance, but not your profit. So if you want to know exactly where your money went for the month or the quarter, you can run this cash flow report and it gives a complete picture of all the money ins and outs and it can be really helpful overview to help you plan. The next reports you should run regularly are your aged payables and most important of the age reports, the aged receivables. So firstly, for your age payables, This tells you how many suppliers you owe money to and how old the invoices are. You need to keep an eye on this one because you don't want to end up in a situation where you owe more money than you have in the bank so that you can plan cash flow, making sure to keep enough in the bank account for these. Or you could miss paying someone and you could end up with late payment fees. Plus, they might be a small business owner too and needing to be paid in the circle of small business life so they can pay the next person or pay themselves even. The aged receivables report, that is how much money customers owe you and how old it is. If you offer terms to your clients, as in they don't pay you up front or when they order, you should run this report really regularly and make sure you have a great process in place for following them up if they forget or miss paying you. You might want to check this one every day if you have really short payment terms or every week if you offer seven days or longer to really keep on top of those overdue invoices. 
It might sound really obvious to run that report, but you would be surprised how many people don't run the age receivables and they have no idea who hasn't paid them or how much money they're missing from their bank account. It's really important for the health of your business to keep on top of this one, to keep your cash coming in so you can let it flow straight back out to where it needs to, to your suppliers, your employees and your own wages. There are some different versions of this report that can include the due date so you know when to expect the money coming in and you can plan ahead based on what money you're expecting to hit your bank account. Now, the last important report that you need to run is a balance sheet. And this one is called a balance sheet because it gives a snapshot of balances at a certain date, as at today, as at last month, as at 30 June, and it holds all the other financial information that isn't on your profit and loss. Now, this balance sheet, it's made up of three sections, assets, liabilities, and equity. Assets, of course, is everything you own. Cash in your bank account, assets you own, inventory. Liabilities is everything you owe. Money to suppliers, superannuation, bank loans. Equity is the difference between those two. It's how much you as the owner or the shareholder have in the business and funds you've invested into it or money the business owes you and the earnings. You should run this report and learn a few areas on it because it tells you overall how healthy your business is. If your liabilities, what you owe, are more than your assets, what you own, you're most likely in a spot of bother. Now I'm going to get quite nerdy here for a minute, but stay with me. It will be worth it. I promise. I love that this report is called a balance sheet because it reminds small business owners that it actually has to be balanced. And what I mean by that is that you need to check the amounts on it actually balanced. Does the bank account amount match your bank statement? Does the inventory level match what your inventory system says that you have on hand? Does the loan amount to the bank equal the loan statement? Every single item on the balance sheet needs to be balanced to something. Now, unless you're a bookkeeper or an accountant like me, you won't be balancing all these things yourself, but you might be able to check a few and keep a close eye on them. And it's a really good idea to learn and get familiar with some of these. Now, this is the part I said would be worth it. We make sure these balance sheet items are balanced or reconciled because if they're not, your profit and loss report has every chance that it's wrong and you always want to be looking at an accurate profit and loss, don't you? You don't want to think you're running a 50000 profit and in reality, it's a $10,000 loss that you didn't know about. So you never reviewed your pricing or your costs because you weren't looking at accurate figures. And the opposite of that, you don't want it showing that you're running at a loss. So you think that you don't have to save for any income taxes. And then when you get your tax return done, they find the balance sheet didn't balance and wham, bam, you now owe the ATO a big tax debt. So that's why it's really important that the balance sheet is balanced because it's a really good indication that your profit and loss is showing the right amounts. And that is really important. Now, I love a good report. 
All the accounting packages have so many you can run and view and look at all the data to your heart's content. But these ones that we've just looked at, you really should run regularly and get really familiar with. The profit and loss and the balance sheet are two of the most important reports and tools that you can use in your business. They help you see how you're going and help you make financial decisions like, do I have to raise my prices? To me, the answer to that one is nearly always a yes anyway, but you get what I mean. Am I paying too much in operating costs? All these figures and your bookkeeping matters so that you get all these juicy insights on how you're going. Now, if you're not yet using software and would like to start using Xero, I do have in my digital shop a training video to help you get it set up. I step you through the screens, letting you know how to best set it up for you. And there is more training and digital purchases in the works. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button so you have the next short and sweet bookkeeping matter hit your playlist ready to go, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and any feedback on how you're enjoying the show. I will see you next week with another bookkeeping matter that matters. Bye.